You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. I'm here with my mama, the one who birthed me, Clara Barksdale. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about my new song, Friends and Strangers, that we just recorded and going to be releasing it on August 7th. So look out for that. Very Uh, exciting. Yeah. So we're just going to be talking about that. Yeah. It's a cool thing Mm -hmm. getting to, well, getting to record some new music Mm -hmm. because it's been a while Mm -hmm. since you've gotten to do that. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. I have to talk to you about... You co-wrote this song. Yes, I co-wrote this song with a guy named Corby Lanker. He lives in Nashville. And uh, I met him at a festival in Alabama. He's a really nice guy, and he's a really good songwriter and musician. Right. So I don't write songs. I don't play music. But I write. hmm And the idea of co-writing is so hard for me to imagine as a writer. And there's not really any other expression of art that is collaborative the way songwriting and music is and yeah I, I find that really interesting yeah like you can there's many arts where you can collaborate but it's not as common mm-hmm. as it is in music it, right definitely mm-hmm. it, it would be more uncommon mm-hmm. to collaborate in other mediums of art where in music it's a pretty common thing Mm -hmm. to collaborate in the music i i guess the co-writing of of songs is not as like some people write on their own and some people co-write or some variation of the two now this was your first time to actually complete a song that you were co-writing with someone is that right yeah this is the first co-write where we finished the song (laughs) right yeah it's kind of like the first official one well it wasn't official uh so that was kind of funny, too. Like, we had met yeah. Corby, and he's a funny guy. He's mm-hmm. really cool. We enjoyed him. He gave me um, his, when we met him at a festival, he gave me a, a copy of his short stories, because he writes short stories, too. Yeah. He writes, like, a TV show. He Oh, yeah. He has all sorts. He's a very prolific guy. Yeah. He writes a lot of different his, things. His show, uh, I forget. Morse Code. Called. Yeah, it's called Morse Code. I think you can find it. I, I don't know. I forget where you can find it, but but he, he does a lot of different things. And so we met mm-hmm. him. We met him at this festival, and then we happened to be going to Nashville, where he lives, following that festival because you uh-huh. were playing at the Bluebird. Yeah, um, which is another funny circle. We'll talk about the Bluebird more a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, and so we invited Corby to come and watch your show at the Bluebird. Mm-hmm. So we we got to visit with him again there. Yeah. And then that was kind of it. Uh-huh. We came back to Texas and you kept playing shows and doing that sort of thing. And he was in Nashville. Um, And then we're going back to Nashville many months later and asked Corby for recommendations of things to do while we're in Nashville. And yeah, and he just said... uh. Jack can come write a song with me. Come over to the house. Yeah. Write a song. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that was, that was really fun because uh, you weren't there. Uh, Dad took me. I think you and Gracie were shopping or something. I think so. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dad took me, and I think we did it in like an hour. Yeah, I we mean, wrote, we, we wrote it, the song. In yeah, like an y'all hour. weren't there very long. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we came in and uh, sat down. My dad sat down with his computer at right? the table, and we sat in the living room and got out our notebooks, uh, guitars, and guitars, and. I think I I read like a from my notebook like a it was more of a sad line that I that I had written as you I, do <laughs> but I I hadn't put anything else uh it was just a line and uh he said I'm not really feeling sad today Let's which I love I like yeah. that that's a I guess where why I was explaining like the times that we had met Corby before and things like that. Isn't that funny for for a song called Friends and Strangers? Y'all didn't really know each other very well. Yeah. Like, you'd hung out a couple of times. Um, and I mean, like, Corby's a 30-something musician who lives in Nashville. You're a, now then a, a 12-year-old musician now, now you're 13 all grows up <laughs> <laughs> but like it was kind of uh i was interested to see how it turned out because yeah. it wasn't like he was one of your buddies i i guess really age difference between you and other musicians isn't anything new but it was he wasn't someone that you had spent a lot of time with that you knew really well uh-huh. so i was really interested to see how the co-writing process would work mm-hmm and it's part of what I love about the whole thing because you guys were, were relative strangers yeah, and like the, the scope of things. Uh-huh. But I like how y'all realized that you weren't mm-hmm. because as the musician community is so good at, y'all realize that it, it is a community and a family and yeah. and you might not have met each other before, but you're probably friends because y'all mm-hmm. have that, we that have common met, bond. But, yeah. But um so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. a cool process. Yeah. So we sat down and he's and I read the line. He said, Not really feeling sad today. Let's write a song about friends. And so we started writing it and uh, it became friends and strangers. And, uh, and the melody, did y'all work that out or were you just kind of, fin- cause it's, the, it's a finger picking style yeah, melody. It's, like it's a finger picking just the one, four, five and the, and the verses and the choruses. Uh, we didn't really think about the, the melody as much we were just writing and that just went along with the lyrics really well so we just as we were writing it we just kind of played the melody which i love or some variation of it and and i feel like it's it's a pretty um not simple in a bad way but like a clean simple melody Mm -hmm. which really allows the words and the meaning of the song to have a a great impact because it the the melody feels very uncluttered, yeah. and so it just it presents the song the lyrics very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as and, as a listener. Uh huh. And uh, so we didn't really think about the 
the music so much. So we were writing it, and then we had it all done, and we decided to write a write a a bridge, and uh, we that was really the only time we thought about the music, right? And that part of yeah for the bridge. Yeah, I think I came up with most of the chords, and then at the end, he came up with the the last chord in the bridge. But yeah, so we did the bridge, and that was really the uh, last time, or the first time that we had thought about the melody so much. Right. And you liked the way that all came together? Yeah, I did. Was it, was it pretty seamless? Was it like that you would have an idea, and and Corby's like, no, or Corby would have an idea, and you're like, no, or did it flow pretty well? Yeah, yeah, it flowed really well, because... Uh, if either of us put out one that the other one didn't love, it wasn't it wasn't weird. It was just like, uh, maybe more this way. Right. It was never like, no, I don't like that. And that's really interesting to hear because the song feels again, it, it has this like natural, uncluttered feel to it. Yeah. And I I really so as, you know, I'm the moderator on your comments when you do live streams, and I'm also your your merch girl, at li- back when we had, before all of this, when we had live shows, I, I was your merch girl. And so people come up and, and talk to me while you're still playing a lot of times, or I'm reading the comments while you're playing uh-huh. online, and... I'm really, uh, people really relate to the song. Yeah. They, they connect with it, mm-hmm. which I love I, because that's, that's really what the song's about. Or that's, that's how I interpret it is yeah. that, that we're walking along in this world with all these people that are strangers, but when we stop and take the time to, to connect with them, they're really more friends. Like we all, we all need that connection with people. And, um, I think especially now when we're feeling a little more isolated than even normal, that people are connecting with your song in that way. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, it flowed really well. And, uh, it was never like a, I don't like that. There was always like a. I don't know. Maybe we tried this, which uh, I don't know. It worked really well. That's awesome. Yeah, that it's really fun. Yeah, to to do these co-writes, and now I've done some over Zoom. Now right, that we're doing a uh, this whole quarantine thing. <laughs> right. But, um. But yeah, that's cool. So, but this was back in like November. Mm-hmm. So then quarantine happened and everyone was at home mm-hmm. and again it had been a while since you had had new music to put out yeah uh and so and i think part of it was the response to to your song especially during the live streams that people people love that song and they were really yeah. it it made it it makes us all feel connected Mm-hmm. Friends and strangers alike. Yeah. And 
I was really excited when the idea came up to to record this song, but record this song how? Because everyone's still sticking pretty close to home. Yeah. Uh, so that was a cool process too. Yeah, we went to uh, Roughwood Studios. Uh, here in Texas. Here in Texas. And we recorded the song. You did the vocals. Yeah, I did the vocals and the guitar. And the guitar. And uh, we sent that off to Will Kimbrough. And, One of the coolest dudes Yeah, in ever. Nashville. And uh, I actually met Will at the Bluebird Cafe. That show that Corby yeah. came to. That show about that Corby that, came yeah. to, yeah. And uh, Will had a, a writer's round where he gets to invite songwriters to join him at the Bluebird yeah. and perform your songs that you wrote. Yeah, so I got to... Uh, play with Will at the at the Bluebird, and that's how I met him. And uh, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, like he didn't he just produce like Jimmy Buffett's album. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, and he wrote a song on that album. Yeah, uh, Shamika Copeland. Yeah, Steve Poltz. Steve Poltz. Uh, and he's just a he's a an amazing songwriter. Yeah, I love his mm-hmm. his most recent album is amazing. Oh yeah, uh, his solo album, um, mm. his wife Jessica, super cool, and yeah. she works at Grimey's in Nashville, uh-huh. which is a very cool record store. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the times, uh, when you're talking to a musician's wife yes. about how many guitars their husband has, yes, uh, you can usually get some pretty good quotes out of that. But <laughs> this is true. But Jessica has probably my favorite. It's funny. It was when I asked you your favorite thing about that night of performing at the iconic Bluebird Cafe. Like, what was your favorite thing? And you said. It was when Jessica said, uh, you know, Will's got all these old guitars. They're stinky and dirty and he loves every one of them. <laughs> Yes, and that's when I knew you and Will were probably kindred spirits <laughs> because I could see you really relate to. I want to see those dirty, stinky guitars yeah. so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's where we met Will and Jessica, mm-hmm. um, and we knew he was an amazing songwriter and musician in his own right. Uh-huh. He also plays sometimes in Emmylou Harris's band, which is casually, pretty awesome, right? Right. Um, but we also knew he, he liked to produce and that was mm-hmm. something he was doing a lot of studio work at home while quarantined. Yeah. So we record the song and we send it to him. And, via uh, the interwebs. Via the interwebs. Yeah. And, uh, he added some guitar and some really cool harmonies. Really cool harmonies. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, we're going to be releasing it August 7th. Don't forget to and go check that out. between now and August 6th, you can pre-save it on Spotify. Yes. So that's cool, too. Yeah. And, yeah. There's some cool artwork for it up oh, on the yeah. social medias. The social artwork meds, The social is- media. <laughs> all, the, all the social medias. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, the art is really cool. I really like it. I yeah, know. I like it too. 
I'm I'm pressuring your father to let us do like a t-shirt or a poster or something because it's poster, just it's really you, pretty. If you had like a like this like an off white, very off white, almost kind of brownish uh, t-shirt with yeah. that on it. It's it's yeah. really cool artwork yeah, with, with the cover yeah. art on it. That would be pretty cool. I think that was um, Thurston Company out of Fort Worth. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, Connor did that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that was really cool. I'm glad we got to talk about this. This is, yes. I, again, I find it, the whole co-writing thing fascinating. Mm-hmm. And um, I liked, because it's been a while, I liked hearing yeah. you lay out how that worked with yeah. Corby. And again, Corby's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he he really, he... Um, yeah, and... uh. Lonnie from uh, Aust- the South Austin Moonliners. Yes, yeah. He's, uh, he's their bass player. Uh, he, is it Lonnie Trevino? Yes. Yeah, he covered. On one of his live streams. On one of yeah. his live streams, he covered this song, which, which is, is so pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool to hear someone else do it. We had a friend that, um, when you played that uh, out at Green Hall. I think I did. You did. And uh, when you were out there playing with Bob Livingston mm-hmm. and one of our friends who's been a supporter of you for a long time, um, Monty Baxter, oh, yeah. after you played that song again, how they do people while you're still playing will seek me out to tell me things to tell you. <laughs> and Monty came straight to me. He's like, that song needs to be recorded. That <laughs> needs to be on a record somewhere. Done. And done. Monty, <laughs> this one's for you. Yeah, so don't forget to go look it up. August 7th, it'll be out on Spotify, iTunes. Any, all the things. All the things. And uh, from now to August 6th, you can pre-save it on uh, on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, This is Jack Barksdale's Root Revival. This is Claire Barksdale over here, my mama. This was fun. Yes, this was fun. Hope to see you next time.